Welcome to The Work of Warriors, a podcast dedicated to bringing mental wellness to the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Kim Ravage. This podcast is dedicated to the artists we've lost to mental health, addiction, and suicide, and to those who are still suffering in silence. Hello and welcome. You know, one of the benefits of social media, I know there's a lot of downsides, but one of the benefits is the artist that we get to hear from on all the platforms. And today's guest came across my TikTok feed probably a year or two ago, and I was instantly magnetized. I was instantly drawn to his energy, his presentation, but more importantly, his message of hope and self-love, manifestation, positive energy, joy, And so I have been following him and connecting with him for quite some time. And so I'm very excited to have singer, songwriter, and producer Abel Hart on the show today. Abel was at one point lost in life after his amateur U.S. Olympic snowboarding career came to an abrupt halt due to an injury. For years, he questioned his life and struggled with depression and addiction until he found a deep connection and purpose with music. Creating music became his therapy and healthy outlet for expressing himself. Abel now hopes that his music can inspire and help others. And as you will hear, he is an absolute joy, and I'm excited to introduce to you Abel Hart. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? It's so exciting to meet you. Me too as so well. I have to tell you, you came across my TikTok feed. Oh boy. <laughs> over a year ago, maybe two years ago, maybe it was COVID. I don't know. I feel like we've all lost a sense of time. Um yeah. but I think it was the song Love Myself. Oh, okay. And so magnetic, so energetic, and I was just immediately drawn to you and your presence, but even more importantly, your lyrics and your message. Whenever I hear an artist and I I just trust my gut. I trust how the music makes me feel. And I just immediately felt hope and positive energy. And I was like, okay, I have to follow this guy. And I just started following you. And you have more energy than I think I would know what to do with. And I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. And so I've been following you for a while. And so I'm just so excited to finally meet you and to have you on The Work of Warriors. And it means a lot that you've accepted the invitation. I don't know how much you know about The Work of Warriors, but this podcast, we're, re- we're creating a space for artists to be seen as real people, where they can show up and be heard and seen and not have to perform, not have to produce, to share their stories. And you know what I've studied and followed with you is... Um, you know, you present with such beautiful, positive energy and a message of hope. And it's, I mean, it's life-changing, but I also know that you have struggled. And so I'm just wondering, you know, if you want to introduce yourself, but maybe even share a bit of your story of how you, how you got here. Yeah, definitely. Of course. No, no, I appreciate you filling me in all that. So my name, if anybody that's listening or watching uh, doesn't know, is Abel Hart. Um, for Can you one, tell us I what pre- the name means? Where yeah, the totally name for, yeah, for one, I, I do want to say I appreciate you having me on. Um, I love being able to connect just with new people in general, but um, yeah, in a setting where we can have like open and honest conversations as well. So I feel as human beings, that's super important, you know, just in general. Uh, it also makes me happy to hear that 
the music resonated with you and and that you connected with it on that level because you know as a as an artist as a creative i guess really in any sense you could you could only dream of that you know that's what you really want and as as corny as it may sound you know you hear the saying of people like oh i just as long as one person it resonates with one person or i get but it, it really is so you know some of the 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 most famous cliches are usually true uh, but but it is you know and that's that's what i wanted with making the music but to answer your question the name abel hart essentially comes from my mom she's she's always said i'm able to do anything my heart desires you know she's been but she's my uh she's definitely my favorite my my biggest cheerleader i love mama dukes i'm definitely a mama's boy as well but yeah um you know life is uh it makes me super happy it really does i think when you say that it resonated with you because um yeah you know that's that's switching this direction like you kind of briefly mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, life was definitely not always like this. Um, you know, and if you go back and deep dive on some of my earlier catalog stuff and some of my earlier releases and music just starting, it was, I mean, it's, it's completely different than it is now. I don't know if you, if you had a dive that deep, but, um, but that was my full picture. You know, that was the full, okay, this is where I'm at currently. You know, and how do I vent and express the way that I feel inside without without actually caring through, the, through those acts in real life, right? How do I how do I do that? Because I, you know, and at the time, we because we make we make great excuses, you know, great excuses to not do the thing that we know we need to do in order to get to where we want to be. It's like it, it's like along that road, like the journey of that, and and really, it, again, the cliche. It's all about the the journey not the destination that's another <laughs> i couldn't speak any more true to that but that's another uh another one that's definitely very true but the music i think i was i was definitely in a way better place when i started to make the darker stuff unfortunately what i didn't realize um at that time is when i started the project in able heart able able to do anything your heart desires being the like the basis of that i wanted i saw the full picture i was like these are things that I experienced in my life that I feel for one, I definitely, I believe it'll help me being able to vent the way that I feel inside without actually continuously carrying through those acts. But on the flip side, in hopes that even being darker music at the beginning, that it, someone else can resonate with it. Someone that either has experienced those things, has gone through it, even if it's not right. That's the one thing that we always come up with great excuses and moving forward. We have so many people that have gone through similar situations, yet we we tend to come up with excuses and reasons why their story is so much different, whether it's way worse than ours or whether it's not even close to as bad as ours is, was, or might be. You know, it's like we've come up with these great So. For me, it's like, I just want to get this out and hopefully someone can also connect with it while being super, like almost meditative for me to write about these things and express them. Now, I never, I never, I always wanted to sing and write and do all that, but I started out producing. You know, I started out, uh, I mean, I guess the, the stereotypical bedroom producer, you know, it's just like, how can I do this? And uh, but it was that that was I mean, that's like super skipping the story as well. Um, I, well, OK, yeah. so when I heard I think it was the song Love Myself. And then I think I think there was another one very similar to that. But these positive messages. And of course, that's the part that resonated with me. Right. There is a, 
huge part of my life where I didn't love myself. And now I do. So when I heard that, connect it. But also you, I mean, I have my own story of darkness, but you have your own story where that started. You had an athletic career prior to music, right? Right. Yeah. You want to say a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, snowboarding. So I was very fortunate to be very good at something from a young age, snowboarding, anything, I guess, extreme sports, uh, just connected. I just liked it a lot. I I did other sports as well, like team sports, but, uh, it's not that I didn't like to hand the ball. I just didn't so much. I feel like, like the rules, you know, I kind of wanted to do what I wanted to do if I look back now. Uh, and so I guess I just kind of flocked and like fell into alignment of extreme sports because kind of like the rebellious thing, I guess, you know, I, I definitely wasn't a, a conscious choice or decision. My mom brought my cousins and I to to like uh, do a lesson, like a snowboard lesson. I don't know how old I was, maybe seven, eight. And it was like she paid the instructor and the instructor just gave my mom the money back and was like, no, you don't like he doesn't need lessons. Like he doesn't need to. And so I definitely didn't resonate with me. It was, it was irrelevant. It was like, yeah, this, you know, this is what it was. So I think it probably showed something in her like, Oh, you know, like he's really talented at something. And and I'm sure I'll bring up later my thoughts on talent, but, uh, but yeah, it was just, it just connected and made sense with me. And I was like, I loved it. You know, like I was, I was obsessed. I was obsessed just as I, you know, fast forward, I am with music, but that's all I wanted to do the rest of my life. And I was very fortunate. My mom took out a second job to, and she worked at the mountains so that I could get a ski pass. And so she served like fries and stuff at the, the, the food court. And yeah, and I, and I started doing that. And then she connected with other people that were there and they were like, well, if you, he wants to take this more serious and you want him to like really kind of like turn this could be a career thing into a career, uh, he needs to compete. So I started you know, getting in that field, starting to compete. And then my mom being, uh, she's very similar to me. I'm, I'm very similar to her, uh, where, she, you know, we like to talk to people and have conversations. And so she started talking to more people at these competitions on the East coast. I grew up, I went to this mountain called blue mountain. It's just like the Poconos. And they, she started talking to people and they were like, well, if he really wants to take this to the next level, he has to travel, you know, and these, these competitions where they're just on the East coast, they're all the time, all over, you know, all over the world. So it kind of fell into that, which, uh, then you brings in like having to involved with like sponsors to be able to fund certain things. And, uh, so it, it just made sense. And obviously with that, that career choice, I guess anything extreme, but definitely in literally extreme sports, it comes with the territory, you know, to break things. Uh, I, give, I always say I give you be a shorter list to tell you the bones that I haven't broken in comparison, but it comes with it. And I feel like it's like territorial rights. Like, you know, what, oh, you broke like this, this, collarbone, whatever it is. Which uh, is precisely why I've never tried my hand in extreme sports. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't I do not do anything anymore now because I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, I don't want to get hurt and not be able to put my hand on a mouse to produce, you know. Or something. Yeah, yeah. But. But yeah, so I started doing that. And long story short, I did that. I don't know how many years I did that. I want to say if I was like six or seven around that when I started, uh, I stopped. I got seriously injured when it was my worst injury, I guess, because I was seriously injured before. I've like bit off half of my tongue and had it like hanging off. And I've had a ton of like just weird ones. Um, but I, yeah, I... I fractured my lower back and that put me out. I was around like 16, just about maybe a little bit before. And 
And yeah, that was that was one that was like, well, it happens, and it was so external from me. I was like, this, I don't want this to happen. Snowboarding was all I was going to do the rest of my life. Like it wasn't like I was never like, oh, like I need to do this and I need to make money and I want to, you know, that was I was like, I just want, I love what I do, and I just want to do this forever. You know, I could just live on a little cabin in the mountains and just snowboard every single day, all day, whatever. This is all I want to do. Uh, and then it's kind of like ripped from you, right? What you feel, especially being so young, you feel is your purpose and your passion and everything while you're, while you're here on this planet. Um, even not having that full spectrum picture at that point in time, right? But sure. in actuality, not even not having that perspective, it's your life. You know, that's everything. That's all you do. I only went to school uh, for like maybe a semester in high school and then we travel. We had like someone that would like go over school work and stuff uh, with the team. but uh and then i got thrown back into like normal schooling right so that had happened and uh i started to get better i think i mean i don't think in reality i could have broke my back and uh been back at it like that's that's just kind of the name of the game i'm that's not like my story is no really like not nothing special in that in that sense but uh i think it was that mixed with finances and my, my parents and just a ton of things and uh after that period of time being away and trying you know getting better and healing uh i just i think it was i was so far the progression of the sport had jumped like leaps from even that year prior to when i st stopped you know or got mm -hmm. injured and then in paris and finances and other things and then i kind of got wrapped into the normal schooling system and again, I, because I had something that I felt like was my purpose and my passion taken away from me, third party, it wasn't my choice, not my decision. Uh, I got the case of what I say is like the efforts. I was just like, F this. And if I can't do this, if I, and I'm, you know, I was younger, I was like, if I can't do this, I don't want to do anything. Like, that's it. Like, period. If I can't do this, what, what's the point of any of it? Like, if I can't do what I love and this, why would I even want to be here? You know, very pessimistic. Uh, small-minded thinking my mom for sure throughout the whole thing was just like you could do anything you know so i've been very very fortunate to have a super supportive parents with that that mentality but again none of that matters because i have like parlay this this uh discussion for a quick second and, and say that like so many things and i put out now uh like i want it to resonate like you unfortunately you can't shove something like not time I'm trying to shove this in someone's face but I I want it to resonate with as many people as possible and I do see so many people going through so many different things in life and they don't have to totally understand or resonate with my story like but I I genuinely want them to feel better than they currently are you know yeah. um yeah. and I want that for me every day even when I'm feeling good I'm like how, what you know what's the next thing I could, cause this journey of life that we're on for one, that's where it's at, right? This is the journey, the conversation that we're having, right. uh, the experiences that we meet, the people that we, we, we meet, you know, it's all of these things. It truly is that as cliche as that is. Uh, but as humans to continue that growth, we have to feel like we're growing, like what's yeah. new, what are, what are, what are new experiences that we could have? What, where, where do I feel like I'm growing? Right. If yeah. not, it's like plateauing, I guess, essentially. Right. It's like, and that doesn't feel good like, to be flatlined, right? So, uh, well, can I just interject for a second because it's really profound? I'm having kind of my own aha moment right now because you're talking about like, well, I don't want to shove this down anybody's throat, but I want it to resonate with people. And I used to be a therapist and now I'm a mental wellness coach and I just have a different niche and I do a different thing. Yeah. But that was it exactly. I kind of plateaued. I felt like I was trying to pull people 
uphill with me. And it's like, I still want to bring hope, but yeah. I can't, you know, it, you just have to be available and you have to put it out there. And so that really is one of the main reasons for the podcast is to be able to hear other stories. So people don't feel alone. Somebody will hear your story and go, Oh, I thought it was just me. Right. Yeah. And so just to have like all, I feel like it's like kind of like a full circle moment. So no, I'm just glad that you said that. No, no. And I appreciate you voicing that as well. And totally right. It'll resonate our story. We could have like, so we can, and the funny thing is like, imagine just no one will ever have the same exact story, right? We just know it's just like right. a fingerprint, right? But we could, and someone could just resonate with you and not resonate with me. And that's why I think so as many voices as possible as there is talking about any of these things where it's helped or benefit someone's life is of benefit to this world. It's just yeah. that simple, right? Um, but bringing that back to the story, it's like, I know that more so than ever. You can't put it, put, shove it down someone's throat. You can't put it in someone's face. They're going to see it when they see it. Now taking it back, I know that because that was me. I had so many people tell me everything that I was doing was completely incorrect. I don't. I could tell you, and I did many times. I was like, okay, I like I know you're right. Like I think that was the one thing. Like moving forward, uh, just in life, it's like uh, I I totally. I want someone to be at least open and honest with where they're at. You know, like if I, like I know for me when I was going and why I can resonate with it, cause I didn't care. It didn't matter. I was going through my own thing and nothing anyone else could say as valid as it was and as real as it was, it, it was irrelevant to the way that I was feeling and it wasn't going to chase, change the choices or decisions I was making. It was really that simple. Right. And that's just, how it was. And it was like that. So I went to high school for, I think it was like the last two years. Cause I've been traveling prior to that. And yeah, like I said, I got the case of the efforts and I just people, places and things. I just, because I was putting on big on frequency, energy, universe, manifestation, law of attraction. It's a real thing. And I swear we live in a video game. Uh, but I was putting that energy out there. So I was receiving it back. Mind you, I wasn't conscious of it at the time. I was super subconscious and for good reason, right? Like yeah. uh, not, I don't discount the fact that like some, whatever, something happened and, but I allowed an external, you know, factor and something that I had no control over control me. Yeah. Right. And so I started putting that out and hanging around and associating with other people that were also on that frequency. Now, mind you, that's not a negative sense to anybody else, right? Everyone's going through their own thing, but uh, what do you say? Birds of uh, whatever flock birds, together. Is another birds one. Of, a f of a feather <laughs> flock together. Flock together. <laughs> you know, and uh, it makes total sense. And, and that's what I wanted, though. You know, like the self deprivation. Like I really wanted to feel the hurt. You know, like I just wanted to feel that because I felt so hurt. Um, and that may not be the most extreme of like that that example and what I had gone through my life and the injuries and like it may not really be that extreme in comparison to other people's stories. Like it really I don't I don't think it is, you know, but and I and I'll tell you, that also held me back for so many years. You know, I was like, Well mine's not that bad. Or I would see someone where like my situation was way worse. Uh, and that also held me back. You know, yeah, I think just, comparison in, in both directions is dangerous. You know, yeah, I really do. If you compare thinking someone has it better or easier than you, or if you compare yourself and well, I'm not that bad. It, none of it's helpful. Yeah, I totally, I, yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. Um, 
Yeah, so I just, I, I definitely went down that road for, I mean, a long time, honestly. I just very, where can I put myself in the worst case scenario? And I think most of it, a lot of it was subconscious also, as well as kind of like you fall into like the rebelliousness of it, I guess. And uh, yeah, just a lot of issues with, uh, for sure, authority. And yeah, I was just, I was, I, in all honesty, I, like looking back, I was just lost. You know, I didn't know what, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I really didn't want to do anything but what I was doing, which I couldn't do anymore. And so if I couldn't, then why would I want to do anything else? And it was really just that simple. Now, mind you, uh, through this process, I grew up, my father is a musician. My dad's in music. Um, I grew up as a baby that my mom would take me in and out of the clubs, you know, so that was... That was my life. But you would think even before snowboarding that I'd want to get in the music. I just didn't. It wasn't like, honestly, what it really was was just insecurities. Like, no way. Which, which, if you look at the spectrum of like Abel Hart, the project, like it wasn't really not, it's, it's nowhere near the, how long I've actually been doing music. Uh, and the, like that started because I just wanted to face my fears and I was at such a low place in my life. So after, I'll jump back though, after, school for a while then it just ended up a lot of you know whatever uh like different facilities and in and out jail just doing like a lot of stupid things you know just not just thinking i could change the way that i did it last time and do it different this time right just a definition of insanity and i did that for so long you know i did it for so long where like that just became my answer for everything like I'm just going to do it different than I did it last time. Right. But it's just a circle that I kept. What were you doing? Uh, just guilty by association of associating with certain individuals that were like, whatever, you know, caught up with certain drugs and uh, not making the best choices. Uh, definitely in society. Like I, I sit here definitely <laughs> as someone completely different, uh, you know, still days that are up and down but there's there's like daily reprieves what i say of things that i have to do consistently because I, I can see I, can, I don't want to say i can see but i know that there is a part of me from the past that likes to do certain things right but i know that's not me anymore and i'm very fortunate where because of a lot of work that i've done like self-work uh it really doesn't shine itself you know like you'd have to really to like for me to ever share that, that'd have to be something pretty profound in my life or dealing with someone that I love that that would have to uh you know that'd become a reality can we can we normalize not the not give permission to you know let our shadows come forward, but can we normalize that we all have i think thoughts and behaviors that are somewhat of a default that are more in the moment of darkness, they're comfortable. So whether that's addiction, whether it's, you know, spending, you know, whatever it is, food, yep. you know, shopping, whatever, you know, drugs, alcohol, we all, it's human nature to want to turn off the pain. That is not a character flaw. That is human design. But what you're, I think, talking about and what we talk about, and what we share is you rise above that, right? You, you find your essence, you find your calling, your gifts, and you feel those. And you, I think it has to come with a, a decision to love yourself and to believe in yourself. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, I couldn't resonate with what you're saying like anymore, honestly, because the, the issue you had these conversations, they're very, very you know, touchy conversations. But I'll just I try and speak for me, myself and I statements as much as possible and just, you know, explain my story again. Everyone has yeah. a different, you know, has, has a different story along this journey for sure. And I would never try and say, you know, like I would be, I know exactly what experience you had there because I, I wouldn't like I could have went through the same exact thing, but I would always it's just like it's a, still a gonna be different again yeah which is gonna be totally different right so i would never try and come off as if i did uh but it's the same thing whether it's drugs shopping gambling sex whatever it may be for that specific individual that i think i feel like this is what held me back for so long like that's the issue you have a drug problem you have maybe a shopping problem you have that that is not the, like that's not the problem honestly if it wasn't and i don't i'm not promoting it that's but that i would have been long gone if that wasn't that it's a temporary solution to a permanent problem which a permanent problem is a spiritual malady a spiritual malady is the lack the void that you feel 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 on the inside that you fulfill externally but that is only temporary and it's not fulfilling it does not last long it doesn't take you anywhere and it's just a, a full round circle just to keep you in the same place that you are right so that took me forever, you know, because it was so the end. And you bring this up and it's like, well, you, you, you're saying that that's not a problem. It's, it's definitely an issue. Like, it's not something that's benefiting you for sure. But the problem is deep seated internally. And then you start to realize these things. You're like, Well, how the frick do I fill this internal thing if I can't like grab anything physically externally? How can I fulfill this internal void that I feel inside internally? Because that's the only way to do it. And it's like the journey of it. and. Uh, and and I guess it all depends, right, where the person's at and what they're going through and whatever the. But I do believe, and this is what brings back to what I was first saying. You know, what you law of attract, what you focus on most, you attract. It is so. So if I know I'm hanging out with the same people, places, and things, mind you, I understand everyone's in a different place. But I knew if I was going to continuously, because I like the thing is like a lot of that time of doing that, and I feel like most of us do. We know we shouldn't be like, that's the thing. We know we shouldn't be. Uh, and that was definitely my experience. And, uh, you know, up until it was just like, I don't know how, what number rock bottom. It was just like, just rock bottom. And it's the worst. And you keep digging six feet. Now it's 12 feet. You know, it's like, right. And until I always wanted to go home. Like, I always wanted to go back to the same people, places and things. Right. But that, like I voiced earlier, just different. I, I see what I did there. Like that's okay. So if I did like that, sort of like that, but not that because that happened. If I did it different this time, like this, like that's, you know, I start thinking, right? Right. They say, they say you can, uh, you can't be too dumb to get it, you know, but you can be too damn smart, you know, just overthinking, <laughs> outthinking, like you're, it's crazy, right? And so that's what I had done for years and years until I hit the point where, like, I don't know what it was, like, but something internal, I was like, I just don't want to go home. Like, I want to do something different. And that was my issue for so long because we had to feel that, right? We could have these external factors, everyone in our vicinity, even the people that <laughs> you really know you have an issue and like all the people that are like effed up more than you that you're associating with are telling you that you have like a real problem or an issue, right? And it's just like, what talk about the, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild. So, uh, yeah. It just came to that point where it was, it was the first time in my life where I was just at such a rock. I was like, I just, I don't want to go home. I don't even, I want to do all I know. Like, I'll, I'll do anything. 
all I know is I'm willing to do whatever it is that I have to do in order not to feel the way I always feel. And it was that simple. And if I had to take direction from anyone, like I apparently, I did this, it was rock bottom so many times. I was like, I apparently, I don't know anything. Like, and that's such a scary, like it, it, it's such a scary and freeing place to be. Um, but it is definitely scary because it's like, I can't trust anything that I do. You know, like I'd be in that place, but like, I was like, like, should I drink this coffee or is it like an issue? Like, I don't even know. And that sounds so silly. Right. But I was like completely at the vulnerable place of like, uh, and I just referenced coffee because it's, it's something that like, doesn't really make sense. Right. It's like, well, should I have this piece of candy or is this like my internal thing? It's like, right. it, but I needed to get to that place. Cause I was willing to do whatever. Like I apparently didn't know anything. I didn't know what life was. And I was so, and again, it's a, it's a totally scary, but freeing thing because it's like, once you're actually open to that and you're in a place where you could start receiving advice from people that have either been through similar situations uh, to you or have experienced whatever it is that, because there are so many amazing people out there that genuinely want to help or, or that's just what they do. You know, that's like what they do. And we live in the best time, time and age. Like we have like the internet and social media and you'd be like, well, social media, how are you going to answer the question with that? Because there's so much negative stuff. Well, I mean, for sure, but just as much as there's negative stuff, there's positive stuff. I mean, you could compare any two people's feeds, you know, it'd be completely different. You'd be like, well, the algorithm's good. The algorithm gives you what you focus most on. If anything, like that should be the most proof of law of attraction in this world. Right. Like, well, it's an algorithm. It's a computer. It has nothing to do. You can't compare that to law of attraction. It's literally the same thing. Like just <laughs> saying it out loud now. Right. It's like, right. well, that's an algorithm. Okay. Well, the algorithm is smart enough to know. So if right. you take that simple concept, that's very, because you start talking about the universe. I feel like sometimes it's awesome now because again, with social media, so many people actually really are on this wave and yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing to see like, Oh, what you put out there, you attract. Oh my gosh. You know, like maybe it is a video game, <laughs> which I feel like. I was is. just laughing because as I work on my algorithms, if you, if I hit search, I see a bunch of golden doodles. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, I'm not going to get one more dog. I was just like them, you know, but it's like, oh, maybe I should, you know, and how much time I spend looking at these cute puppies. And I, I do, I think it's, you know, it's, it's the same. It, yeah. It's the same. It may not be the same source, but it's definitely the same. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I can totally, I totally agree with you. Yeah. But it's, it's, it is, it's, uh, it's super, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Like that's, and when that's you talk about it. energy, I just, I wanted to share this with you because I do think, you know, I, again, I'm resonating with what you're saying, but as a therapist in the traditional medical model of therapy, what do we focus on? Illness, right? Mm. And we've been conditioned to think people have mental health issues, people don't. And I'm not saying that people don't, but we also have a lot of power within us to mm. be well. And so that is literally why I had to leave that system and create a system that now focuses on mental wellness. That's because good. There, I love that. There is so much within us I that used, we I have, have yeah, I control agree. over. To yeah. be well, but we're not being told this. And if well, you're not we also awake, fall into the belief that we yeah. have an issue and it's uncurable and this is something that we'll have to live with. So we yeah, have like no when choice. you were saying, you know, you have a spending problem, you have a this problem, like, you know, you you have depression, you have anxiety, and it's like, well, you have a nervous system mm. that is dysregulated. Such a touchy subject, isn't it? Touch such a touch. And I think it's until, you know, 
Let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it is such, but I totally agree with you. I mean, I could like the, the, the amount of like mental distress that for one that I was told that I had, let's, let's make it super, let's, let's, let's start with a little less touchy subject, right? Sure. Uh, dyslexia, you know, or, or even ADHD, a little bit more touchy, but I mean, this is totally fine. Again, I, like I said, I try and speak for me, myself and I statements people could say is as crazy as it is. This is my life experience, right? Sure. It's pretty yeah. much that's plain and simple and all that I hope. And another, I you know, reality is you get to have your own experience. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and all that I hope, <laughs> right. And all that I hope is to anything that I say to resonate and potentially uh, better someone's life or someone could yeah, benefit anything from what I say, you know, in their experience. So, uh, but yeah, let's take this dyslexia, right? I never read, a, I have so many books now, it's, it's hilarious, but I never read anything because I was told that I'm dyslexic and the way that she thinks and they're backwards and whatever, whatever they, I don't even, my so jumbled up from what I've been told or that about ADHD. Obviously though, you talk about energy or see any of the stuff that I put out there. I'm like this, I try and be, I don't want to say I try and be, I try and come to like <laughs> uh, interviews and stuff like starting off a chill basis or everyone just. Everyone just thinks I'm on freaking drugs, you know? Oh, you can't because I can't be like this normal because I can't. No, I can't. It's not. It's not attainable. There must be something else behind it. Like it's it's unfortunate, uh, but societally, like that's just what it looks like. If you're like slightly any different than what's like the societally norm, uh, there's something behind that, you know? Uh, it is what it is. Like it, it really doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that it could negatively ben uh, disbenefit someone from like, hearing that and being like, oh, it's not attainable. Like I'm on this road to like really doing this thing and uh, just like fool, whatever it may be, whether it's sobriety or whether it's, um, you know, anything. I speak more on life. I, I really don't, again, because uh, once I realized that like those certain things weren't the issue, right? I'm not saying like to go pick some, like for anyone to go, do those things right in real life is like I would never condone that again I can only validate from my own experience that if it also wasn't for those things I wouldn't have been able to deal you know and I did have a ridiculous amount of depression and anxiety and had a complete void in my life and took it out on myself and and in return others you know and the people that you love most and it was just like a vicious repeated cycle that it's like that's not my I'm not the only one with that story, you know, but when I stopped believing just like dyslexia and I was like, well, I can't read like in school. They want me to read, but look, Mrs. Or Mr. Whoever I can't, you know, like the way like dyslexia works, see, is it's like, but so, okay, great. So because you're going to have someone tell you that you can't, you won't, right? Which essentially is going to hold you back from a life beyond your wildest dreams or anything that you could pension. And it's like, you think of, again, we started on this subject cause it's not as touchy, but until I stopped buying into that belief that I had dyslexia or you know, a little more touchy, I had ADHD or ADD and I started reading, I started focusing for ADHD, ADD on things that I could actually positively focus my energy on because my energy is all over the place. Right. But that's because it's all over the place in fields that it shouldn't be. It's very simple. I don't want to be doing this. So I'm just like, oh, and I act like this. And it makes total sense, right? It's not like properly focused. It's very straightforward. Like it should just be common sense, right? But we fall into this trap. Uh, we, I did, 
whatever advice from other people that you think are, you know, give you or like should be in the position to give good advice. And then it's just really self-limiting beliefs. So then I bought into that until again, I didn't. And I started reading and it wasn't to be like, oh my gosh, I picked up a book and it like all made sense. No, like I had to be like, I had to surpass and it took time to get away from that past programming, right? Because it's all programming. People, places, things, experiences we haven't for sure. I have tons of traumatic experiences in my own life. And I did for years, let it hold me back. And I understand every situation is different. And you, and you talk about certain traumatic experiences. And I totally understand, again, like we could have the same, like the same experience, but you're going to have a different reaction to it than I am, right? Yeah. But the one thing that I know is I don't, and it took a while. I just, I do not want to have an external thing that I didn't even have control over. Yes, this thing happened in my life. And it sucks, you know, like it's, it truly, it's hurts, right? And to, and to allow that to like, like be aware of that, right? Like this is, I'm not just like throwing it under the rug and like carrying on my business. Like this is a real thing that has happened in my life. And it's, if I'm being also honest with myself, it's also held me back Mm -hmm. from moving forward. So until I can let go, can I ever continue to move forward in my life. And, and that's a hard thing. Just like we talked about a little bit ago. Uh, it's like such a hard, it's like a scary, but also such a freeing thing. It's like, well, well, how, how do you do that? You know? And again, it's, it's a journey and it's, it's, well, I, who do I start talking to? What are things that I start focusing on? Who else has had similar, stop trying to stray away from, uh, differences to be like, who has had, who's gone through this again? We live in the best time and day. Like, the, the internet, social media, or things that we subscribe into that we like, it's not all BS, you know, like, it's really, really not. If you choose to believe that, again, self-limiting beliefs, then of course it is. My current mantra is I have, I have gratitude for everything that is going well in my life, mm. my community, in the world, and I have resiliency and resources for everything that's not. I love it. I love that. I haven't heard, I've never heard it at all like that. So I, I, that's seriously amazing. And, and, and I do, um, and I talk about these things a lot for one, <laughs> like I truly can't help myself. I think, uh, and, and in parallel, I also think it's like, uh, again, everyone could have their own uh, opinion, but I, I think it's a bit of a disservice if there's something in your life and you have this awareness and you had gone through some, through thing something or things in your life and then you have a platform where you could speak uh i do think it's uh, a disservice not to to voice these certain things you know um and again well my only intention is like i just hope whatever it is resonates with someone and again that, that goes back to music right so uh after snowboarding lost i was back and forth through whatever just like life I don't like to get into specifics. I mean, I usually could and I have before in the past, but whatever. I just, I just, I associated with all the negative things you possibly could. I was involved in everything that you don't, you wouldn't want me around your, your kid, you know, like it is really that simple. Um, and I literally was the one where they're like, mm, keep that kid out of here <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, first, oh, I, she's yep. bad news. yeah, I was bad news too. Yeah. That was me. So until, and then until I tried something different, which I feel like 
I say music more so it was more so serendipitous for me, like in serendipitous, like it found me more so than I found it. I was just one thing. I went out to the club and I was never a club kid. Like the things I was associated with, it was like, you just hang out in your house and you just be like this, you know, a friend's house, whatever. And uh, I had this experience and I went, it was like house, house music. I went first time I've ever really been out like that. Even snowboarding, we used to just train and focus. And I'm very to myself, which I feel like I'm maybe as far as like social goes, because I am very military mentality with my, the way that I have done things, at least you know, historically. It's like, this needs to be done. They're non-negotiables. It's like very simple, bro. You know, like, cause I want to come up with a great excuse. But until I started like treating myself, and again, I think there's a fine balance with that. And a lot of people don't resonate with that. I can tell you right now, I never did. You know, I can't even say I still do, but I know it works. I knew that the easier, softer way for me didn't work. And and I understand the harder, like strict way is harder and more strict. Uh, I think that's what holds us back. I, I, I do believe that a lot of people, though, can have the easier, softer way. It's like, oh, these things messed up. Whew. Not going to do that again. <laughs> you know, you know, like, and that's freaking awesome. Like, shit, I wish that was my story, you know, but yeah, most of us uh, are just like, let me hit my head one more time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I get it right. It's just like, I wish that was the case. Maybe you know, it won't us, take me down this time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes, us as a human race would be probably so much better off. But, uh, but again, you know, there's no such thing as mistakes without, um, like, as long as you're able to learn from them, right? It's a mistake. Really, it's just a definition of insanity if you can keep doing the same shit. I guess it's that simple. Uh, but yeah, so I, I went to the club. And it sounds so like I went to the club and like things. It was crazy. I've never experienced it. And that's why I was like, this is my place. It, it wasn't. I mean, it actually kind of was like that. Uh, uh, I can't say it wasn't. I, I, I experienced it. I was like, oh, my, like, holy, like, what is this? You know, I was like, oh my gosh, because everyone was on that frequency. This is, I didn't know this at the time, but everyone's on that frequency. And this is like house music before I have this conversation. People are like, that's because everyone was on drugs, you know? Okay, great. Like at the end of the day, like it's, it's irrelevant. That was my first experience in any of it. And I've never experienced other people also on the frequency that I always felt like I was at, that I was told I was so wrong for being on all the time, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And you bump into someone, which, and you bump into someone, be like, oh, uh, you know, you bump in, everyone was just like, like feeling good and get whatever. I don't care if they were on something or not. That wasn't the point. I never experienced that because that's how I felt normal. That's just yeah. how I felt. Right. So even though I wasn't aware of all the things, like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I was completely unaware. Like I knew what people were doing, you know, but it was just a new, was like, oh my gosh, you know? And then, and then I was like, I don't know what it is in this industry, but I want to do it. Like I want to, whatever it is. And that's just where I knew. And again, this was never like this from snowboarding. I pretty much knew I was going to live and die from the way I was living. Like that was already, it was just a matter of time and it was what it was. And I totally accepted that. Like long, like pretty quickly after stopping snowboarding. Like I pretty much accepted that pretty, as hard as that was for my parents to hear, definitely my mom as well. You know, that's just where I was at, you know? It was like, what can get me there? Like what can get me there? I feel like you want to be there fast, but at the same time, if you're using a temporary solution, uh, you also want it to be like the easier, softer way, slowly, uh, which isn't funny, you know, but I, I, I laugh at all the past stuff that I've done because 
what am I, again, what am I going to let it hold me back and be like, I can't believe, you know, I live like this. And I did like, of course, that's all true. But I'm not like, like rest on the things that I know that held me back for so long until I was able to move after I stopped having that train of thought, right? That thinking. So I experienced that at the club. And I was like, well, how, how do I do anything in this industry? And so I started and I started, I would swear I would drive up to New York maybe like three, four times, sometimes a week, like unhealthily. I was so obsessed and just started going for like all the right. Who can I connect to? How do I, you know, how do I really like get in this field? And the people, you know, long story short, the people that I would talk to be like, well, you can DJ, you know, but if you DJ, you're going to hit a ceiling. Like you need to learn how to produce. And mind you, this is way before like house music was ever on the radio. I uh, don't like date, make me sound like date me or whatever. But, uh, but I was like, okay. They're like, well, you have to produce. And I was like, oh, damn, produce. Like, I mean, <laughs> like I, okay. You know, like I, I'll do that. You know, I'll do that. Cause I don't want a ceiling. You know, I'm going to take this as big as I possibly can. You know, I just want, I just, I just knew like in the moment and being so obsessed and then why I kept going, I just wanted other people to feel how I felt in that moment. And I was like, oh, if I could do this and I could resonate through like music or what, or like, this is how you do it. Like, I want people to, they have to know. I used to bring so many people to that club. Cause I was like, you think life, you're like, you've never experienced life. I'm just going to let you know, like, I just bring so many people to that club. You just call Pasha. It's not there anymore, unfortunately. They do, want, they do have one in, in Ibiza, but, uh, but I was like, I just want people to feel this, you know? Like, this, whatever it is. Mind you, I wasn't aware of frequency or energy or whatever, but that's what I was experiencing. I was like, holy moly, like, this is life. Like, this is how we're supposed to live, you know? Like, this like i enjoy all of this like just i'm just happy why am i happy you know why am i happy like what's going on here right and these are all new flooded in new uh neural pathway like all my things are i've never experienced this before so i started i tried to pick up oh i, I feel like i tried fruity loops i tried ableton like it, they're all different uh programs like daws digital audio workstations they're all different programs and i tried to pick up producing nothing clicked like, I feel like subconsciously, I felt like I could go into it like I did snowboarding and I would just be able to do it. But that's not the case. And I, and I, and I voice, I voice this a lot because like I said, I was going to bring up the word talent. Now is when I bring it up. A lot of people say talent or they look at certain things or they hear certain, there's, oh my gosh, I'm going to be honest with you. I would be so like, I could just pull the easy car and be like, I appreciate it. You know, like I appreciate it. Like, you know, or it's like, oh, it's just like this. But that's not my experience. It was not at all. All I believe talent is, is hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of beating out your craft, whatever it is. I mean, you could go off the 10,000 hour rule, whatever you want to believe. Like, that's what I believe. It's just, I mean, I, I don't believe that. I know that. Like, I didn't cause that because it didn't happen for me that way. I, I, I wanted it to, you know, I wanted to just pick up the computer and be able to do this. And uh, even when it came to like later after understanding production and learning all that uh i wanted the same thing for writing and for singing and i just thought it would all like you know but that wasn't the case you know it's just like completely obsessive just how can i get better at this how do i do this i couldn't sleep and i mind you it was totally unhealthy i switched one thing for another is what i did at first right which i, I feel like a lot your authenticity <laughs> say that again i appreciate your authenticity it's important for people to hear that yeah because we I mean, do, do that. That. Yeah. I mean, for sure, it's a positive thing, but that was the excuse as well. Yeah. Right. Because it was 
well, I'm doing something. I'm not hanging out with the same people and I'm not like involved in the same things and wrapped up in this. I'm not, I'm not locked up, whatever. I'm not doing the same things. Uh, that was the excuse, but that obsessive compulsive, like the same acting the same way in a different thing, even if it's positive without balance and structure is the same, the same, you know, it's like, yeah, but I didn't, it was, a, I, I was, I was addicted. I was so obsessed. I was like, I don't care. Like, I need to know. I don't know. Like, it's crazy to me to even think about it now because I understand everything that I do as far as like what I do. But, but I'm, and I'm, I'm, I can't say everything because I'm continuously, you know, learning and growing still. Uh, but, uh, but it's why, cause I was, I mean, like super unhealthily obsessed. I couldn't, I didn't sleep and God bless my parents because I was making house music at the time. So it's just the same kick over and over and my mom's sleeping in the like in the room over and i'm just and i I would listen loud that's how i first you know started mixing and doing i was cranking you know just that's so, so funny my son produces music too and right before we we're getting on the call i had to walk across the hall and be like hey bud <laughs> i have a conversation at one <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that's awesome that's amazing yeah i mean that's that was for sure that was for sure me and uh yeah, I was just, I was obsessed. I was like, I need to learn, like, because nothing, because then I found uh, Logic, which I still produce in now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say it clicked, but uh, it made more sense than any other program that I had tried. And I think because I messed with, uh, like, Final Cut. I used to try, when All I used these to words are very familiar. Final Cut, Garage Band. Yeah, Logic. when I, when yeah. I um, yeah, Final Cut's video. Yeah, I, I edit, because yeah. I do all the edits, so I edit everything in Final Cut now. But, uh yeah, it was funny, like looking back full circle too. to like, I used to bring this little thing, I like this little computer that I had, I don't even know if it was my computer, but I used to have GarageBand on it. And, and yeah, I, I just used to like be in the corner, like when we were like, go travel to compete. And I would just like sing and rap in it, you know, in the corner. And I remember one time, like the team heard me and, and I, that's probably what made me so insecure too. I've told them this before. I've talked to them like in the past, re- not super recently, but I was like, when you used to like, they'd be like, Oh, what are you like? You, you sing now, like you rap now. I'd be like, no, I'm not even freaking doing nothing. You know, like, I mean, no, you know, <laughs> like as if that's a bad thing, you know, like it's crazy, but that for sure was deep seated. Definitely held me back for a long time. My insecurities. And you you talk about like the obsessiveness and you almost say it's like unhealthy, but I think going back to when you were talking about like ADHD and I, we don't have to have labels or diagnoses, like just understand how your brain works. And if your brain, when, you know, if you don't have like a level of dopamine, but it, that dopamine kicks in when you're doing what you love, yeah, it does look addictive, but it's like, that's where you're getting your fuel. Whereas before you were trying to numb negative feelings and now you're just like i want more of the the good stuff that's a dopamine hit right like yeah. but yeah. that's and not but again without uh like balance or you know like an actual regimen behind whatever you're doing it's exactly. not sustainable it's the same thing because all drugs just all off drugs, the rails in the other direction yeah all the dr- drugs or like even you're addicted to other things or like involved in other things because most people do have a void like yeah. most people do have a thing whether it's tv or food or whatever it may be right we just hold ourselves back for so long because it's something different than our sh- shit, you know, like, right. yep. <laughs> but like, really, you know, it's like, but re- regardless, it is on, un- it is unhealthy because uh, 
if you don't have that balance behind it, it will lead you down the same path. And what is your one thing to escape the void that you're feeling inside, you know? And, and it is, and, and, and plus you take away a lot of, it's hard. And definitely you could say with the brain or whatever, it's, it's, it's hard to step away. It definitely was. And I didn't, you know, I didn't, but I'll tell you, uh, it led me down the same path, even while having something positive led me down the same path, people, places, and things, because I did this and I just hyper-focused on this. And this is all I did nonstop 24 seven. And then that's like, there, as much as I want to be the person to tell you one, that you could do everything yourself. And two, that there is no ceiling and you don't ever have to stop or sleep. You don't have to do any of it. I would love to be the, I would love if I could be the spokesperson for that. Like, uh, I believed it for so long, for so long. I mean, so many times I would fall, I would fall asleep so many different, just like places I would go or, or be and just, uh, I feel like I was in such a delusional state, but I was, you know, I, I felt, I found purpose after losing it, you know, and I thought it was never attainable after losing that. I just never, I nor, not, I always knew from the jump, a normal nine to five and me working for someone was never a thing. Maybe I got that from my dad being in music or who knows. I just knew maybe because I just didn't like authority. You know, maybe that was as simple as that. But uh, but I knew that. And then when I found not only something that I was so passionate about and was so in love with that I also knew nothing about and it was totally scary and unknown, but it also dealt with not having that nine to five and you know you could pretty much like live like this uh it's not as that simple i can tell you that but um yeah i i i worked non-stop and again it led me down the same path just going cr just crazy it kept me away for a long time it did, did keep me keep me away for a long time but again uh the same cycle in a different field is the same cycle you know so i was uh wound up just like i said earlier people places things and then we'll get back on track and then I would just do the same thing. I see why I was doing different, but now I got this positive thing. If I did this, but, but like this, you know, then, then it would work. I did the same shit, you know, yeah. and rode down the same path and did it again. I mean, that cycle continued for a while uh, when I first started music and until I voiced it a little bit earlier until I hit that point where we're so rock bottom. And then with, the thing that I also loved that was still attainable, but I could, I could potentially lose. Uh, that's when I was like, I just, I want to do any, like I'm willing to do anything. I just know that the way that I'm living is not working. I just, I'm willing to do anything not to what, to feel the way that I feel inside. Like, that's it. I'll take anyone's advice. And most importantly for me, I was like, I don't want to go home. Like in the sense of, I don't want to go back to the people, places and things. And I need something new. Like, Something needs to change because this it ain't working. You know, this is not working for me. And apparently I don't know how to do it. So I need like to outsource, right? I need, to, so that's essentially what I did. And, and I was fortunate enough. My sister lived in California and she lives in this like little studio apartment uh, in LA. And I was fortunate enough. I was fortunate enough to have her allow me to stay. So I slept on her kitchen floor and I actually just posted something about this, uh, this morning or yeah, this morning. And she sent me pictures like maybe like a week ago or something of it's like, I used to sleep in this little corner of her kitchen floor. And then I had my little setup and then I would set up every single day. And I knew when I started this new journey, right. 
if I was going to do this, it was so life or death for me. I was like, if I'm really, you're going to completely essentially start like, cause for me, it was like, yes, I was very fortunate to travel for snowboarding, but in the sense of like life, life, uh, cause I, I mean, it was life, but I was traveling. I was also a kid, you know, it's like, I mean, let's snowboard forever. Not that that's impossible. I mean, many people have made it a, a career, which is phenomenal. Uh, but I was like, I want to start a new project. And I want to do what I'm most scared of that I've always wanted to. And it was too insecure and had too many flaws and insecurities within myself. I want it to be based out of like pure, the full spectrum. I want it to start dark and end, which you talk about a full circle and the stuff I'm putting out now. I would, cause I, even after knowing all this stuff, I never would have ever pictured myself talking about putting out or even like in the hip hop field of any of this stuff is just crazy. You really talk about manifesting in a full circle. But I said, when I sat there, all my sister's kitchen floor, I was like, I'm going to start a project and full spectrum. It's going to start dark. And it's going to be talking about a lot of the things that I've gone through in life in hopes that it also resonates with someone. And then potentially I could also vent the way that I feel inside without actually caring through those acts. Right. And then eventually it'll go into pop or go into something like that in the positive field something that's not so negative but i need to i i see the full picture you know it's like because i see the full picture and so that's where it started and the whole able heart able to do anything your heart desires and yeah i mean it's it's crazy it's it's, it's why i mean I, you know I, I have these conversations a lot i talk about this stuff all the time for one um but still sometimes it's like i have to step back and be like geez you know like it's uh it is so wild uh, for one, that I'm just here, <laughs> you know, like, like that alone. Literally. Is, yeah, yeah, literally. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just nuts. And I, and I, I, I couldn't, you were saying this earlier, but to make sure, and I do my, my daily med- meditation practice, uh, I, gratitude. I swear the keys to this are gratitude and selflessness. The keys to any of this, you know, it's like gratitude and selflessness. and. Mm-hmm. It's 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 mind blowing, but again, we're human beings and we create great excuses. And there's a ton of things that we want that we don't yet have, and it's kind of ridiculous that we don't have them. So we try and you know come up with excuses or reasons why we don't. Sometimes we put that on other people for the reason why we're at where we're at, and um, and it's tough, you know. Like none of this is easy, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never met someone that said it was gonna be, you know. <laughs> so. Uh, like literally I've never, I I wish, you know, um, but, but it is empowering and it does leave lead, I think to emotional freedom as opposed to suffering and living in the dark is like bondage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, what's crazy to me, I'm just thinking about it now, but a big thing that's changed and especially recently for me, uh, I was always, I mean, what's held me back a lot in life is always like others opinions of me like that is such a heavy weight i think it is for a lot of people i know just from people that i've talked to uh whether it is like people want to start a podcast or people want to like get get a law degree or something like there's like what are people gonna think or what if i don't do it you know or what if it happens and what if things change because of that it's like whatever excuse you want because my that was mine it was like i was never scared that it wasn't going to happen i was always fearful of when it did are people going to change? Am I going to change because then the people around me change? And then like, are things going to be different? I mean, like one thing's for sure out of that statement, like 
things are definitely going to be different, you know, but essentially that's what you're asking for. And, but if you're going to talk about it in a negative sense, you're also going to project that. And that's definitely what happened. The first like craziest thing, like life experience at a career that happened for me, all that happened, you know, like uh, it was amazing and, and, and phenomenal. I couldn't even believe it happened, even though I, you could say I manifested it and whatever, or worked for it, whatever. And, but all of those things happened, you know, but that's because I also believe that they would, you know, in the good and in the bad sense. So, uh, yeah, it's just a thing that us as human beings, but re- yeah, recently I, that's what I was going to say. Recently, I feel this is a crazy one for me because even talking about these things a lot, I feel for a long time, I'm saying a lot of the things that I believe, but I'm also holding myself back from a lot of beliefs, like not beliefs, but a lot of things that have helped me essentially because it's maybe too in your face. And I'm at that point, which is crazy, but like even having these conversations, I'm at the point where it's like, I can't play God. I, if someone else is hurt, I, I have to, I have to, I have to stem it in the fact that, okay, anything that I'm about to say or anything that I have put out, has it ever been out of malintent? You know, has it ever been out of malintent? Did I ever, do I intend for any of this to affect someone like in a negative way to hurt them, to be catastrophic to like, is any of that? And I sit with myself, you know, I've done this many times. So have I. When the fear kicks in. Because because people have opinions, right? So it's like, well, if I put this out, even if it's for the positive things, someone's going to say some crap. Yeah. And it's like, someone's going to hate it. Someone's going to tell me I did it wrong. Someone's going to say I'm that's saying the you, wrong thing. Yeah. That's when you know you're doing, you're doing something right, which is crazy that that has to be a cliche. Right. Like, the, like when you're doing something wrong, I mean, when you're doing something right, like you start getting hate for it or yes. dislike. I, I like that word better than the H word. But, you know, it's like, uh, what? How is that? Yeah, like, that, is a, that is a pillar of success, which is so disturbing. It's so right? messed up. It's so messed up. It's it's unfortunate. But and we that's something we we as individuals on this journey of life or career or whatever we're going after, we have to know we have no control over that. Right? Like there's no control. I wish that wasn't the case and I wish that people were like were super like hoorah for like other people doing stuff. And usually they are until that other stuff happens for them. And then and then they're like, Oh my gosh. Like or it's the other way, they're like, Oh, I always knew it was gonna happen, but they were never there in the back end, right? Yeah. But it's like it is what it is. Either way, it's like all that I know is I want to feel like I wanna feel myself and I wanna feel the best in my skin as possible, no matter what that is. And a lot of that is held back by other, not just self-limiting beliefs, because that's totally true too, but of others' opinion on us. And that has held me back. And and super recently, I, you know, I sat with myself with that and a lot of these conversations that I've been having recently uh, and the stuff that I'm putting out, I'm just like, I can't, I've known this, you know, I can't play God. Like, I'm not God. I also know that... Uh, like, I do also believe in the I am that I am concept. I don't know if you know about that, Wayne. Do I, I do believe in that. Like, I am God, essentially. Like you say that out loud and people are like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you think you're, whatever. I do believe in that. So, essentially, I am God in the life that I live. You are as well. Right? Yeah. If you believe in that concept. And I full-heartedly believe in that concept and it is true. But I'm saying I'm not, I can't control. That's, that's a better way to phrase it. Yeah. I can't control other people's opinions, what they're going to think, 
all I can control is what I want to put out into the world and hope it resonates with the right people. That's it. Like, it's yeah. very simple. Anything else that is, is a benefactor, like that comes from that is like, hopefully it's all positive, you know, but mm -hmm. anything that comes from that, and especially if it's negative, I, I don't have control over, you know, because sometimes I'll find myself even like stupid little silly stuff I'll put out there. And if I see something, I'm very fortunate that I don't receive some, I'm sometimes in my personality, I'm like, damn, like, I'm surprised I don't see more, more BS, you know, I'm very surprised. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, sometimes I, I, I want to respond, you know, sometimes I have, and sometimes I just want to respond, but I want to respond because I want to explain, you know, like certain things. And it could be something as simple as why do you post the same freaking song, you know, like 20 times? Well, listen, if you understand the way the algorithm works, well, it likes this one thing. Yes, I have 20 other million, like I have 20 different things over here. I just released 40 songs in 40 days, but they don't like this specific thing, like the algorithm or whatever they're trying to push doesn't like this, but it likes this. So you're going to hear it a lot because this is the only way that it can, like, I, I can't, how would I live like that? I tried for a while, you know, it's like, how do I explain this to them? Because then maybe it could also help them if they're trying to. It's like, I can't control that. It's out of my control. The serenity prayer is the best. Uh, I'm not religious by any means. I'm, I'm super spiritual. My, 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 my part of like, whatever helps anybody in a positive way, regardless of what religion, I don't give... It's like, oh, everyone should, like, what's the matter? Also with like love, like who loves, who freaking cares? Yeah. You know, like let anybody, what does it matter? It's just belief, you know, it's whatever. It's just all, it's just like all BS. It's just like love really is as corny as that is, right? Love is like, that's the juice, like all of it, you know? Right. So who cares? Let people do it, you know? Uh, well, I would say the world needs healing and my contribution begins with me. Ooh. Just this is what I have control over, right? And I've heard you on another podcast, and I talk about it obviously a lot in the work that I do too. But we do know that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. But people who are healing, I don't think people are healed, but people who are healing and people who are evolving help others heal and evolve. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, we can say it'll never get better, but I think every time, like, that's what a warrior is. Right. A warrior is somebody in, in, in this environment, in this community, a warrior is someone who fights for themselves first yeah. so that they can fight for everyone else. And when we are well, other people benefit from that. And so if we just keep doing our work and keep, you know, being the light, I, I do. I do think things are changing. Yeah. People, I mean, that's that's yes. That's so well put. Because it is true, and it's so hard for us, especially I know for so long, you know, I'm, I'm an empath, you know, and I feel like even socially, I talk, I'm an empath, and I, I feel emo. But uh, another cliche, the gas mask cliche, you have to put it on yourself before anyone. Oh, yeah, it's just like, uh, is it a gas mask, air mask, whatever? Oxygen, the oxygen, oxygen mask, mask on an airplane. Yeah, I think. Gas mask on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's another one just kind of kind of going off what you're saying. And it's true. It's hard for us to be like, no, that's messed up. What if there's a kid? What if there's this? Well, the kid wouldn't be able to survive. So what happens if then it crashes and no one's there to it and you're gone? You didn't put it so you can't care for it or then it's going to grow up in what life? Is it going to fall? Like what, what's going to happen, right? It's all, all these things. But it's just like we do. We have to get that point of ourselves and to see our own flaws and a lot of things that – but that's a tough place, right? I know it was for me. You know, I don't, I don't have those issues. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know, it's not me, me either. But, but it was, you know, but right. it was. And, 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 and I think the openness and vulnerability too, and being able to speak that out loud, uh, especially the things that we've gone through in the past, I think even that is alone, like not even like you're trying to teach something or like put something out there specifically. It's like, these are the things that I went through and this is how, what I'm currently going through. You have no idea how much that actually, someone could just scroll by that, right? We live in the day in social media. I mean, that's what I do. You could post something like that, just being vulnerable, letting go of the fact that you can't have control over anybody, what someone's going to say. And you have no idea that could save someone's life. Right. It would literally be one person. Right. That's it. Like, that's what it's about. There's some. I mean, I've had, I've had books. I've had songs. I've had podcasts. I, I've had speakers. Like, one sentence, one word. And I'll be like, oh, that changed my life for the better. Just looks like that, if I believe that. And so, again, we have this. That, yeah. You know, we have this community where we can share and we can say, you know, especially for artists, I think a lot of us have been conditioned to sacrifice ourselves for other people, you know, whether it's moms for their kids or marriages or whatever. But artists in particular, right, are you know so driven, so excited, so gifted, often so brilliant that they do forget themselves. And I think when you chase a dream, and I think it's Rick Rubin just said this recently, probably said it his whole life, but you know, you chase a dream for 20 years and you give it everything you have. And then that thing happens. You win that award, you get on stage, you, you know, whatever the thing is that you were chasing and you realize like, I still feel the same. Yeah. I now have this that. thing. And if you are wrestling with trauma or addiction or faulty belief systems or, you know, worrying about what other people think. It, it's not the answer, right? And so the answer is right in here. Yeah. And it has to start here. So we want people, again, this probably sounds a little preachy, but I do. I want people to fight for themselves first so that they can bring their gifts into the world, so that they can bring their own healthiest selves to the world. Because, you know, I always say when artists are well, we all, we all win. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I say preach it all day. That's what I just I said, like stepping into the power of, of that, you know, like of that. I think that's, that's huge. What you're preaching is nothing negative. You know, you're trying to, what you're saying is just in hopes that it's going to resonate with someone, just like me, it's going to resonate with someone and potentially help their life, you know? Uh, it's like, so I would say preach that, preach that all day. It's funny. I just put that in a song lyric. Did you? you know? because i've been on this wave i'm gonna put it up i'm putting a whole ep together of all different like frequencies and uh yeah and i it's like one of the one of the lyrics i forget what i said like uh i don't even know i gotta freaking learn all my lyrics i make stuff so fast we'll do like virtual concerts sometimes (laughs) well i saw your i saw your process the one that you posted about the 888 hurts and the manifestation and I sent it to my son and I was like, this guy just made beats or what I don't know the right language. So don't don't no, yeah, fault yeah. me for that. But I'm like, for manifestation, like that's genius. Well, because that's what I list I have to I have to take things because I, I, I do believe and i and I feel that when we force things that aren't either in alignment of us or we're putting things and projecting things out there into the world, uh that aren't in alignment of any of that. For one, people are so smart now. Like people know. Sure. Like I could be sitting here if I was BSing you, you know, like you, like you or anybody else, you could put it on the internet. It's pretty like apparent. 
Like only if you've experienced or had some can have similarities or understand, will you be able to relate and be like, okay, it's genuine. Or I could be just like spitting. But like, I'd like to think like, cause I eventually would love to get into acting. I would like to think that I could, you know, <laughs> but when it comes to that stuff, uh, I just think people are too smart now and they pick up on it. You know, I know I feel like I do when I watch certain things. Um, mm. It's also not on me to like depict what anyone else do, does or uh, they're on their journey. You know, it's like, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a content savage. I mean, a comment savage. I don't, I don't really do that. Uh, unless it's positive. I, I will. I'll see like artists that aren't like, they're maybe just starting or maybe they don't have anything, but uh yeah, it gets me so hyped. Like, I just want to say something nice, you know, yeah. because I know they're struggling or they're like doing something. They have like 50 likes. I see this all the time. They don't have like four comments. And one of those comments is so negative. Mm. And I'm just like, what are you like, you know, and you just want to be like, mm, you know, because you know, this, he's like freaking trying to do his thing, you know, yeah. and you just want to say something, you know, the only, the only thing you can do is just put out positive energy, you know. But again, and that's just, why that's why we focus on wellness, right? Because when you are working on your own mental wellness, when you're working on your own spirituality and your own, you know, physicality, when you're taking care of yourself, you yeah. want to pour into other people. You want, especially when you've been in the darkness, like you've been in and you now get to live in the light. And those may sound like, you know, strange terms or whatever, but whatever you want to call it, when you've struggled or suffered and now you're thriving and you're resilient, doesn't mean life is easy, but you're resilient, you're thriving. That's what this, that's what this says, resilient. That's, that's is funny. it? I didn't choose that. Yeah, I didn't, like the tattoo. Is like... <laughs> I didn't know Anyways. that. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's, that you want to give it away, right? And that's that's why the work of warriors, that's why the Able Heart Project, like when your life, when you come out of the dirt, <laughs> you know, you rise like a phoenix, you're like, I want to help all the people. Yo, you're, <laughs> you're possible. I don't it's mean possible. this but you're speaking truth. Like I, the thing I was just about to post, I'm going to post right when we get off this, this call. I'm uh, literally the end of it is that I was like this, like, that's what it's about. You know, I can control like none of this, like, cause I was talking about manifestation frequency, like being in alignment. You'll get people that's like, Oh, this doesn't make sense. Or what is the frequency? Or it's not about money or it's not like, I can't control, like, I can't control that. You know, like you can make, make this up and make it, like I'm not making it up. If someone in the comments could please whatever I said, uh, you know, and and but when you realize, like when you find this thing, you, they just want other people to like feel this. I mean, it's like to know this, like just like you said. And that is what it's about, you know. That yeah, that's genuinely what it's about, and and that's all you can hope for, you know. Because at yeah. the end of the day, whatever, you know. But what is that lyric in your song? Is it worth it? Where you say oh, something about the the universe won't throw me what I can't swing. Uh, Oh, I wish I could give you the universe. Uh, I think yeah, it's the universe won't tell me what I can't swing. But I, I, I know what you're saying. Is, He's in the like, second what's verse. meant for me will get to me, right? What's not meant for me won't get to me. It'll miss yeah. me. But it's also what we put out. We can't, everything we put out, whether it's a post, whether it's a comment, whether it's, you know, a compliment in the grocery store, like how we present ourselves isn't going to land with everyone. And that's okay yeah. because we can trust that it will land where it's supposed to. And then yep. we can just release it. That's the part. Yeah, it's uh, the universe. The universe will throw me what I can't swing. Yeah, yeah that's it. Like, you're trying to make this one. Um, yeah, I mean, but that's that's the part is the trust. Because everyone's just grew. Like, I feel good right now. You know, like really, really good. Because uh, 
even when things are going great, I just create these blocks, you know, like I think us as human beings, and again, there's just levels to this, right? But um, literally yeah, before we got on the call, I was like, oh, it's Abar. I've been following him forever. And I'm, I started feeling a little anxious. And then I was like, wait, what's true? What's true? This is for me. What's true? This is one of the kindest, most positive energy giving like free spirited people that you have seen on the internet. And so you are so freaking lucky. And I was like, I'm so grateful that I get to get on this call and it shifts everything. But those blocks are defaults, right? It's our nervous system trying to protect us. And I think sometimes excitement gets confused with anxiety. And so we have to stop and go, wait a minute. I don't think I'm anxious. I'm just really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's totally, it's totally true. Hey, it's a journey. At the end of the day, we're we're all I'm talk about this with my manager all the time. At the end of the day, we're just all here trying to figure it out. Like that's yeah. that's it. But once we understand that like the figuring in and out of it, you know, like the journey of it is what I'm saying, that's where it is. Like it's really that simple. And then when we can have the belief, because that's what's so crazy. There's been so many things over the past I feel like over this last couple of weeks, even it's just been really super game changing for me in the in the mental space uh, not that i've always felt this i think i just i'm more aware of it than ever but and i've always believed everything's going to happen for a reason whatever but i think now in my life so many big things are happening that like but then there's within each of these things happening there's like it could be a catastrophic thing over here if this doesn't pan out it doesn't work out okay like if it doesn't work out then like with it, to like my old self or like to someone else that could be like oh my gosh no you have to make sure that it's not on me like i did what i could could do and i hope that it works out the best way it does like that's whatever way that is because i know if it's not in alignment and i force it i know where that's always led me you know even if it's not like some crazy life experience like in a bad way it's, it's never led me in the right direction like it's as simple as that and i also know that forcing it and trying to build anxiety and building because right, I am the one that's causing that anxiety around whatever it is and something that I don't have control over. I don't want to live like that. Like it's really that simple. There's like, well, I don't know how you could do that. And it's like a big call, you know, like you, like you should really like figure that out. It's not for me to figure out. I figured out my portion and my part and I have to let go of the rest of whatever it is. You know, it's not in control. And it's so funny because once you do that, it's like everything comes in. Like everything, and it's wild, you know, but you really like deep-seatedly like really have to believe that. And that's, I think, just a process in itself. And I just wish the best uh, for anyone on this journey of life because it it's a roller coaster, you know? Yeah. So what I say? Uh, it's a roller coaster. Because that was the first thing I was told by my mentors. So like, oh, this industry is a roller coaster, you know, hold on. But I say, uh, you know, it's a roller coaster for sure. Buckle up. But like, ride without your shoes, you know, because like yeah. the breeze is where it's at, you know. So yeah. you have really, I mean, you have wrestled with the darkness. You've had loss in your, you know, early adolescent sports career. You are now thriving. You're making music. You have a master class for people who want to live in their highest vibration. You're doing amazing things. Um, you know, back to the work of a warrior, are there non-negotiables that you have on a regular basis that you do to keep yourself present, to keep yourself attuned in your yes. higher frequency in a good place? 
Do you have yeah, non negotiables? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I, I brought it up early. I didn't say what they were, but I brought it right. up early, right? Uh, so you're not, not BSing you. Um, yeah, I mean, stretch is stretching meditation early in the morning, non negotiable. Uh, definitely a sleep routine, which can be difficult, especially being a creative. Uh, I still, even though I have routines and non negotiables now, I still don't know what day it is. <laughs> kind of whatever comes with the territory i don't know maybe being an entrepreneur i have no freaking clue um but yes sleep meditation i have to have something outside like nature uh you know just outside just something um and uh the gym i have i have to have the gym it's not just for like a career thing like i don't have to stay in shape like what it does and i always harp on the gym so much i also like to give a lot of metaphors and things that i'm trying to talk about with life based off of the gym because there's just so many similarities and so many things that are so easily relatable to so many just off of the gym. Uh, but gym can be a touchy subject for some and I totally understand, but that's one for me for sure. Uh, is, is the gym I need to get there and the benefits of what it does for your endor- endorphins, it releases what it actually like what it does for your brain and body. I'm not saying they go because you have to be the biggest, baddest thing. I definitely don't like specifically go for that reason again, but like a lot of people would disvalidate that because then they see the shape I'm in and say that it's like, but I can't control that. You don't worry <laughs> you know? about what other people say. Uh, like we don't do know, that like, anymore. Yeah. I, I always I, say I, the gym is my medicine. When I don't want to go, I'm like, take your medicine. Ooh, go. I like that. Yeah, non-negotiable. It's like, I'm a different person. When you were talking about when you went into that club the first time and you were like, this is how we're supposed to be living. That's how I feel when I'm in the lake or at the gym. Ooh, I like <laughs> that. You lake, have that. That that's huge that you know you know you know yeah, that that's fine yeah that's that you had found that and that's that is that's freaking amazing um but that's what it is for me those three things and then balance a uh, reading too is not my heaviest non-negotiable i do read every day but it's not my biggest non-negotiable i uh, love that you're reading after being told at a young yeah, age just, that you couldn't oh that's what i do i just i just i'm almost finished this deepak chopra book um, love it yeah, I mean, we got a ton of books over there, but um, yeah, I do. Because, and I'm because it's really because I base it off of what I just explained earlier, you know, because I was yeah. told I was dyslexic or whatever it is. Also, not just that, I do think it benefits with so many other things to the brain. I just do. I like even things that I'm maybe not even aware of, you know, but I know that it's just beneficial to me as a human being and yeah. growth. And if I look at anything, uh, any people in life that have achieved anything that I personally uh, want to come close to or like attain, like want to be like you know or like desire mm-hmm. to be um it's always reading you know it's always like i read books you know i could audible you know or what is it what is it called whatever yeah I, yeah i could do that like of course i could <laughs> you know like but that i know for me that's an excuse like that's just an easier softer way and that's like anytime i've done that it's never been beneficial it hasn't been the, the most beneficial yes that's probably better than eating chips and watching tv like audible for sure i'm not denying that you know but if i'm not if i'm not like uh, not i want to say 100 percent in on something but if i'm not fully utilizing like an asset what's the like what's the point of it then for me then i'm not fully like getting all the juice from whatever the thing is that potentially could benefit me uh yeah. but that's how i feel around that so that the gym and it's just meditation uh meditation for sure like game changing it has to be non-negotiables i'm also very military mentality with my myself uh, which i straight even line because i'm not like you gotta do this you know like i'm crazy crazy uh i was for a long time but 
Yeah, it's like this is. Like, I just tell myself like, it's, like I come up, want to come up with excuses. It's what we do now. Like it's. it's I say the same thing. Really, it's what we do now. It's what we, it's just what we do now. I, I love it. It's just what it is. I love that. You know, I love that. That's like that gets me. It gets me hyped to just think about that to say that. Yeah, it's so. Um, but yeah, all of it's just that's where it's at. All of it's the journey, the conversation we're having and potentially hopes to help someone else or it resonates with someone again i say it with music like even if it's for the two to three minutes or the six second piece of content i put out there you know yeah. it makes them laugh you know or or feel something you know better and takes them away because i know that it has done that for me in the past whether it's with music or content like comedy as well, well so full disclosure one. like i don't know my warm-up playlist at the gym is probably half you oh really <laughs> because i don't i always tell people like i don't want to go to the gym and yeah. wake up and be like yay i get to get up it's early it's cold i'm gonna go to the gym it's i just have to all i have to do is get myself there and then once i'm two minutes in and the music starts i'm a different person and it's yeah oh it, you know so many so many of my songs on my warm-up playlist are able heart so that's that's amazing. Well, I think well, I appreciate that. And that makes me super hyped because that's uh, definitely a big portion of what I hope that other like people could benefit from it, you know, while listening and doing things. But I think you're, you'll like a lot of the new frequency stuff coming out. There's one I specifically uh, I tuned uh, for like motivation oh, cool. um, because not all the like that was my assumption too. Uh, just like when I just being in the in this field or just like being so into all of this that like all the low frequencies are bad frequencies, but not like there's specific frequencies for everything, which is crazy. And some are motivational, which makes sense to then actually be in like the the yeah. lower tier of it. But it's not a, a negative thing. So there's yeah. all of these these frequencies. So, but there is one specifically I made for like motivation and for the gym. Um, but I called it like on the move, you know, it's like so I'm, su I'm super, I'm super, super hyped. Uh, that's awesome those, so. well i look forward to that definitely <laughs> definitely okay so i like to end with three questions so the first one is what's a piece of advice you would offer to a new artist just starting out i don't want to say i don't i, I don't want to give the easy one and be like oh it's it's not going to be it's not going to be easy <laughs> you know it's not going to be easy is that uh, it just no it's not going to be easy <laughs> i would say i would say have patience with yourself I think that's a good one because if I look back, uh, I was the furthest thing from patient. But I do, ooh, because that's also very hard. I go off of Jordan Peterson's quote where he says, uh, become a monster and then learn how to tame it. The thing that's very scary is kind of like the, the serenity prayer in a sense, where like the end of the serenity prayer, God, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference that's where the juice is right the wisdom to know the difference between the things i can change and i can't change because we're trying to change things that we know we can't but right vice versa uh i would say that with uh with music you know music as well or whatever it is that you're trying to go after like have patience with yourself but also like be a monster you know um like believe that it's going to happen like you have to believe it more than anybody else and uh essentially I mean, in, in the entrepreneurial sense in general, you're selling yourself and everything that you do, right? So like, if you don't believe it or, cause I used, I used to be, uh, which I still struggle with, but like, if you actually looked it up in the dictionary, but, mm. um, but I, 
I definitely struggled with that. I feel like actually definition sense, but I thought I was actually being like humble with society, like societally, like what you think humble is just like, Oh, thank you so much. You know? And, yeah. uh, but I did that too much and it held me back. So I would just say patience just to, mm. I love yeah. that. This podcast is dedicated to people that we have lost in the industry to addiction, suicide, and those who are still suffering in silence. And while this isn't replacement and it's not therapy, mm-hmm. it's not mental health treatment, but to share our stories, what might you say to someone who might listen to this and they are suffering in silence? Uh, just in life in general. For one, yeah, for, I mean, for one, like you are not alone in any of this. Um, and it's it's definitely... A process, you know, it's a process, and to have the understanding. I think patience also goes along with what, just what I said with it in general. I, everything relates back to all of this in life. I mean, it could talk, we could be talking about career or life or going through something. Uh, for one, you are not alone. Please, like, don't cast yourself into the bucket of your like the story, and because this is such right, it's a touchy subject too. Because someone is currently, if we're just talking about someone that is currently going through through something, right? Just as we're having this conversation, someone's listening right now, and they're currently going through it. How in this right mind could I tell them to not let themselves get in the way of a life beyond their wildest dream? Well, I'm going through this currently. This is a reality that I'm going through. I'm not taking that away from you at all. Like it for yeah. sure is. But what we don't want is to have that be the reason that holds you back from everything you're truly meant for. And because of that experience that you're having just had or are currently having take away the fact that you have no idea because of what you went through, what that potentially will help someone in the future. Right. Or just, you have no idea what that'll even lead to in your life. But what we know is we don't want that to hold back from everything that you're meant for. We just don't see it right now. And that's totally it's totally okay. I, I didn't, which I'm sure you probably have a similar sounds like you have a sin. So um, that's what that's definitely what I would say. I love that so much. Thank you. I think at some point, I could probably take a clip from every episode of this podcast where people like one of the first things everybody says when I ask that question is you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so there, you know, I could clip all those together. You're not alone. There are those of us who have been in the dark. And it's not the end of the story. And if you don't allow it to be the end of the story, there is beauty and so much goodness coming that you just, like you said, beyond your wildest dreams. So thank you for saying that. Um, Okay. So on a lighter note, um, how can people find you, your music, if they want to work with you, your masterclass, you have a lot going on. What's the easiest way for people to connect with you? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, everything, everything is obviously on social media. If it, the easiest thing is to Google, you just Google able, A B L E H E A R T. Like you're able to do anything your heart desires. Um, able heart, yeah. Instagram, able heart. Uh, some other things are able heart, able heart music. Uh, anything with that, uh, that's how you'd be able to find me. Masterclass, I believe it's ableheart.co. Um, as well as some other things uh, on the site and some new things that we're, uh, we're building on the site as far as like building out other things that we're doing courses uh, for. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's where everything is. Just Google's usually the easiest. Google's usually the easiest for most things. You know, you want to Google, how do I get rid of a splinter? You know, it's like, <laughs> there's Dr. Google, Dr. Google, construction yeah. Google, cooking Google. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope people find you because what you're doing 
is incredible. I love the story of, you know, redemption, if you will. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful to watch your transformation. So glad you came across my TikTok feed. And I'm so grateful that you said yes today. You were truly a warrior. And I'm just grateful that you're here. And I just look forward to staying connected. So thank well, you. I appreciate it. You too as well. And thank you again for having me. Seriously, amazing, amazing conversation. Thank you.